Green say teaching and love time myself motivators and game changers. This is Miss King King on Love Ahead Radio. I hope y'all feeling good and feeling blessed. And I hope this message brings out the best in you. A lot of times we keep putting ourselves in hurtful situations just to get closure. But sometimes the best closure is divine closure. That's where God has given you so much healing, so much wisdom so much love in your life that you don't need to talk to that person anymore. You don't need to put yourself in that hurt. You don't need to put yourself in that person's presence or that situation anymore. Just because you're certain (laughs) that your past is the past and the history makes is in the books. You know, it's something to build upon. And God's took those burdens away and gave you elevation. To be a greater and better you. Yes, they might test you and bring up certain things to strike, you know, and uh, try to afflict pain and bring you into a certain place of uh, (laughs) torment. But you got to go higher. You have to begin to claim that that pain is gone. You have to begin to see yourself healed. You have to begin to see yourself As a person, they never will be. Sometimes it takes that certain separation from those family members. It takes that certain separation from those friends. It takes that certain separation from that betrayal, that rape, that molestation, those charges that was put upon you and you know you didn't deserve it. (laughs) Every time that you breathe, something affects you, whether it be the air quality, whether it be you taking this this deep breath because you just dealt with your children or your relationship problems. You know, the enemy sometimes uses people to get on our last nerve. So then we start to question what God has done for our life. Is he the best option? <laughs> Will he really bring me to another level? But God is using these situations to prepare us for better, to prepare us to another level. So that we can be so flat-footed and sure (laughs) that when we rise above this, this will be nothing but pettiness. That person that used to come at you with negativity, you wanted to sit there and slap. (laughs) You sit there and be looking like, you laugh instead. You'd be like, wow, was 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 I really this arrogant? Was I really this cocky? Did I really have this much of self, of lack of love? What I meant to say, Was I really this insecure in myself? That's what you have to get to a point. Because you don't want to go back to less. And sometimes going back to less, you know, your past will haunt you. And you have to decide to leave it alone. And that sometimes means not having closure. You know, one of the best things in my life is when I didn't get the closure and I still healed in the process. Well, you don't know the story. My family found me. When MySpace, you know, in 2000, I'll say 2008. And that's, it was shortly after Obama got elected. My family found me. 
and I finally felt like I got the closure I needed because my I was adopted and so for all those people I adopted you want that closure to see was I a mistake was I somebody who didn't feel like I was loved enough to even fight for you know why did you put me in foster care and when I got that closure God blessed me with that closure to find out that I not only got to see what I would have would have had or the family that I would have dealt with, but I was actually thankful that I wasn't raised by them. You know, some people would have, because you got to ask yourself, if it wasn't for the people who adopted me, I wouldn't have had the same confidence or the same situations where I was, I was giving a negative deposit of love, but there was a certain spiritual connection that God was using to celebrate me. And that's what you got to have when you're doing your independency and your independent happiness. And, you know, and you, you start, you start reflecting that your wounds actually bring the winds. And so I say all this to say this, my friends, if you meet people, whether it be a friend that backstabbed you and you thought you guys were going to be friends to the end. Whether it be family members that always slander you and throw you under the bus. And um, you just want to know why. Why'd you do me like that? I had your back. I, you know, and it's come to a point where I was breaking down the other day. I was just like, God, like, what, what's going on? You know, I just needed closure because I was just like, I did this for this person and I can't even get a phone call of, hey, how you doing? When I was on the phone with them three hours all night, you know, God, how come I watched people's children when they didn't, when they was doing drugs, when they was doing this, just knowing that they were trying to get better. And I was just, I wasn't looking for them to do anything in return. I was just doing the right thing and nobody would watch my kids. Lord. When I didn't have it, when we didn't have the room, I let people stay in there and all they did was steal from me. And then when I want, when, when our families are going through rough, when I was, they, they let me homeless. You know, I needed closure on certain things like that, you know? And I realized over time, God said, you're a leader. My husband taught me, told me that the other night. He said, you're a leader. And sometimes you'll be the first to do it. You'll be the first to apologize, even when it's not your fault. You'll be the first to say, hey, man, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but look, I just want to tell you that it all worked to the better. Because sometimes you'll be that Esau. And I'm not saying be foolish and give up your birthright. I'm saying if you don't know the story, Esau gave up his birthright to his his, his younger brother. And, you know, he was he was tricked. And later on, the brother was so, he did his brother so dirty, like most people do. They feel like they're a little paranoid. They'd be like, oh man, this dude's gonna kill me. He's gonna do something. He's gonna slap fire for me. You know, something's gonna go down. But Esau had divine closure where he handled that with so, so much humility. He's like, hey, bro, you know, I love you. And you know, I wish I was more responsible. I wish I would have handled that with less pride. I wish I wouldn't have been as stubborn as I as I was. I wish I would have lived right. I wish I would have loved you enough to tell you, hey, I know you didn't mean it. I know you just wanted certain things, but we could have handled this differently. 
But there's sometimes we won't get the opportunity because that person who did us wrong will die. Or they will move in a part of the country and you'll never see them. You know? And we have to be able to have closure within us first. And that's sometimes is forgiveness. And a lot of people don't like that word, forgiveness. <laughs> you know, I was that person who held grudges for years. I'm talking about like I saw you and I was like, my mom used to say that saying, <laughs> if, if looks can kill, you know? <laughs> And uh, I want nothing to do with it. I'm not that, that type of person. I'm not that fake person that I can just pretend like I like you. My face expressions speak for themselves and I can't, you know. And so it got to a point that I had to find healing within me and realize that sometimes people are not going to do the right thing. Sometimes people are not going to say I'm sorry. Sometimes people are not going to look out for you more than you look out for yourself. And that's the number one rule. God is the person who will have your back. God is the, is the guy who will not give you false promises. You can bank on that. He, his word will not return to you void. And I started re actually realizing, my friends, that I had more faith in people than I had God. And that's where the closure began. When you have more faith in the Almighty, <laughs> Jehovah Jireh, when you when you live with expectancy, I know my Savior is the Redeemer. He's a restorer, you know, and He loves me for me, and He's not gonna do me dirty. Everything God does is for all things work for a greater good, for a greater purpose, you know, and I. You guys think that every day. And even though it be hard, it's hard, but I, I don't attach myself to... I have hope in people. I hope they do the right thing, but I don't have faith in them. You see what I'm saying? And that's where you go wrong. You can hope that somebody's going to do the right thing, but you can't know. You can't say... What I learned also is that I used to rely on what we used to have with people. Like, I used to be good friends with my brother, but we, we drifted away. And to be honest with you, I used to think, oh well, he's gonna he's gonna have my back on this. Oh, he, he no, not 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 my brother. Like he ain't gonna do that, or you know what I'm saying. And then it got to a point, even my marriage, I used to think, nah, you know, for better for worse. And there's some things that I didn't realize that my husband wasn't developed in. And there's some things I didn't realize that we there's people in your lives that you might have been close with at a certain time, and uh, elevation requires separation and some things that where I was going my brother couldn't go where I was going my cousins that I was close with couldn't go so and it was a development process and you gotta be able to walk alone you gotta be able to like <laughs> let people go and if they're trying to come back and they're not trying to you know grow and they're not trying to bring happiness or they just bring more frustration you gotta you gotta balance that between fools and, and, and you know and wisdom and God gives you that thing and it's all it's all weight training it's all weight training get your weight up and experiences and then God will elevate you you know I hope this helps somebody because you know this is something I'm going through personally you know I'm telling you something that is is come home and something I'm dealing with as of now <laughs> so I hope you can relate to this because I feel like if you teach on your own testimony, it can help people, you know, in the words of Michael Todd. 
So, um, y'all stay tuned. <laughs> All right, y'all. For some, maybe I'm chipping. It's time for maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. But uh, I just found this site. And I'm trying to be on the like Game of Thrones a little bit. And I was noticing they was sick back in the day. Maybe I'm tripping. But aren't you thankful that we didn't live in the Gladiator Troy slash Braveheart times? <laughs> I am because people was nuts. With a all caps. It's not even a capital N. It's an all cap situation. That's a big bold in old English. <laughs> the King James version was ruthless. I'm talking about like you, you, you incest was high. Like, ugh, that was. <laughs> you know, uh, I got, I had a guy. Everybody kept uh, telling me this. He reminds you of somebody. I said, Nah, you don't really. And then when he came to give me a first date kiss, I, I, he looked like my brother. I said, bro, I swung on him. Hey, 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 back up, bro. <laughs> I don't play that. You know, that's not even funny. Like, you got people skinning, people alive, dogs eating. I mean, I'm starting to see why they put dogs to death. Game of Thrones was crazy, 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 crazy. Like, <laughs> I'm so shocked. On the level of evil that was in there, it was like y'all burning people to stake, though. Dude, you you killed your 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 dad for the throne. Dang, kids jumping out the windows. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. What do y'all think? Do y'all think that we are privileged? Because look, when electricity goes, when the, when the electricity grid goes, it's gonna be probably some. Some Gang of Thrones, just some guns. I'm just saying. Y'all don't think they could get crazy like that? I mean, everybody keeps saying we in end times. And uh, I'm just saying. Maybe I'm chipping. But, uh, I, look, I got to stay prayed up. Because <laughs> the world ever get like that, we are in some serious, serious trouble, man. All right, y'all. Stay tuned for Level Head Love. Peace. All right, all right, it's time for some level head love. We present dedicate to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ above. Without Him, there is no me, no we, no us, no you. So, take it. The, sec- the Baker clan fan, why am I stuttering? <laughs> You know, my husband Donovan and my sweet pea Alana Lurie. Father God, thank you so much for blessing us with this marvelous day. A lot of people didn't wake up this morning. I don't want to sound cliche, but thank you so much for depositing that love and keeping us together when a lot of things have come against us, Father God. Thank you so much for holding our hands through these darkest these darkest times, Father, that we've been having in our lives when the enemy comes to take away our life, take away our laughter and our love, Father God. Thank you so much for the happiness that you bestowed upon it. It is a privilege for your loyalty. It's a privilege for you to, your mercy, and a privilege for your time to listen to us, Father God. Help us to let go of all the people who are holding us back. 
Help us to to live a better life that fulfills you and our destiny, Father God. And everybody else, we ask for protection for anybody who's listening to this podcast and even our, my family alone as well, Father. Thank you so much for all the decisions that we make that bring us glory. Bring you glory. I'm sorry, Father God. <laughs> but bring a glorious moment in our lives. Tongue twisted today, Father. In your mighty name, Jesus. You pray. Amen. Alright, it's time to ease our minds and unwind. With the Holy Spirit of divine and grace take its place in a worry-free zone of harmonic and tone to relax and let healing and love speak to us. Alright y'all, enjoy. All right, all right, where do I begin? Where do I begin? It's time to come to a closing in, my friends. <laughs> you know, closure is a thing that weighs us down. Because unforgiveness can be very expensive to our lives. You know, um, sometimes the, the problems that surround us, it it all comes to crushing the certain weights. Chomping down. You gotta sometimes take an axe and just beat the things to death, you know, that are just getting in your mind. Whether somebody is repeating those words from your childhood or whether they're repeating it in your life. And what do you mean, Kendra? Well, what I'm saying here is sometimes you just got to remove yourself from being um, a target. You know what I'm saying? Some things you can't let go. Some things you're going to have to deal with, you know, and um, why I didn't get that job. You know, some, sometimes you you won't know, but then you have to realize that sometimes they didn't do it because of what you stood for. Sometimes it could be jealousy. It could be an eternal thing for them. You know, uh, somebody didn't hire me because I had locks and they were neat too. Had them freshly done. So it wasn't the fact that they were unkept. It was just the fact they didn't prefer it. He was so disturbed one time that he didn't want to even give me a handshake. That really devastated me, but it's because it felt like it was racist, you know, plus he was another ethnicity. Uh, so um, I had this person who I had didn't get a job one time. Well, I did get hired. And at that time, I was in my smoking weed days, and, you know, um, I was dumb. You know, I was, like, a teenager, and um, I failed the drug test. But the guy said he saw something in me, and I told him, hey, man, you know, I, I, I got a problem right here, man. You know, I just enjoy smoking weed, and I'm willing to quit, though, because I really know I can do this. And he saw something in me. I mean, that was pretty bold or whatever, but I feel like God gave me that courage, that courage to tell me to tell him the truth like hey you know i wanted to do what i had to do and i i, I was trying to clean my my system before this but it didn't work out so i felt i thought i was cleaner than this 
Um, he gave me a chance, but this lady, I guess she saw something in me as well, but she fired me for not cleaning or clean up too much. <laughs> she told me she was watching me and I said, who are you? She says, well, I'm the, and she lied because I was the only one doing it. But I, the guy who hired me said he, he didn't have anything to say negative about me. I mean, he couldn't argue with her because obviously she was head of him. But sometimes it'll be somebody who sees so much potential in you that they don't want to risk their job being in there. It could be because you a threat. It could be because of what you look like. It could be because they don't they don't find you attractive. And unfortunately, that's what it's. But it's a whole bunch of stuff, my friends. The point I'm trying to say is, you just gotta just shrug your shoulders and be like, you know, it is what it is. Because if God had me there. I would have, you know, I would have rocked it, you know. I would have, you know, I would did my thing, and and um, they would have been in a better place because there was a been a, um, it would been proactive right there, you know. Um, so you just gotta not work and operate in a, a, a spirit of frustration to the point that you're just a bitter person and nobody wants to be around you. Don't let them. Their lack of anything that they gave you or how they treated you treat other people. Because there's been times where I go to Walmart and I don't like going to that specific person because they made their whole day about how somebody treated them. You know, there's been times where customers treated me wrong when I was working at Walmart. And I didn't return the nastiness for nastiness. My dad says you always got, you can catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar. And it doesn't mean that you have to, I'm not saying it doesn't mean that you you don't, you're not entitled to be hurt. What I'm simply saying is, my friend, is that don't don't wear your hurt like you wear your clothes. Wear a smile like you wear your clothes. And God will restore you. And God says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I've seen God get people back so bad. I had to go back and say, God, please have mercy on them. I'm talking about, ooh. Was not expecting that. God can get them back. A lot of people don't like hearing this, but God can get them back 10 times as bad as you wanted to. Because at the end of the day, I've got, I've been, I was one of those revengeful type kids, you know. And uh, if you mess with me, I was, I was doing a prank for you, you know. Um, and uh, I remember when I was a kid, <laughs> I had a cousin that, um, she left me in the woods. Uh, for some dude, <laughs> I was stuck with my, um, she was a cousin, a play cousin, you know, and, um, I had been stuck, we was walking up hills, she fell in the creek, I was helping her up the mountain, we had to walk, uh, at least over, seemed like five miles, and that's a lot for a 10 year old, <laughs> so, um, when I got there, she's like, oh, where were you, we looked all over for you, and I knew that was a lie. Because if you looked all over for you, <laughs> you would have seen some signs. You would have went, you you wouldn't have never left us. So I said, you know, I got you. So I pretended like I was cool with her and I got back at her. And to this day, me and her relationship is rocky. I was one of them visible kids, you know? Um, and I know that's, that's messed up, but that's who I was. That's who I was when I was a child. But what I'm saying here is, I've seen her suffer more. And I said, you know what? That was worse than what I even did. You know, God, you know, let me go back and pray for her. And and later on, we we come, we better a little bit. You know, we, we're not as close as we once was. But, you know, 
what I'm saying here is that sometimes you got to go back and pray for your enemies, man. Because God said he also will make your enemies your footstool. So that's saying something. So you got to just sometimes take that L and be like, you know what? You're not worth my. You're not worth me getting out my my element of happiness. You're not worth my peace. You're not worth it. I'm cool off that. You know. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know. I my oven's only worth heating up from those big, serious, <laughs> productive situations like me getting fired up over a job, a project, or anything like that. That's for a betterment of my life. I'm not gonna take. Then to turn that knob on there. I'm not going from zero to a thousand because of you. Nah, it's just closure. Some closure is just not worth it. I mean, think about it, man. Saul did it, and he ended up killing. You know, he ended up dying because some David was one of them people. Like Saul was trying to kill David to the max. When I'm talking about Saul was throwing spears at him, and he was dodging them. And you know what's crazy is David was helping him though. David, if it wasn't for David, that evil spirit would have tortured him (laughs) for the rest of his life. And sometimes it would be the people who you did the most from who you won't get closure from. And that's what it hurts. Because you like, I did so much for you. Like I was saying in the beginning, I did so much for you, man. I I know I'm a good person. I know God. I did. What? You feel like, nah, this is unfair. And you know what? David came on top. Because not only did he come on top, but he was the first in his family to do it. So you guys sometimes take the good in for the bad and just take, even with, with the constructive criticism they try to throw at you, you just take them as haters and you just like, you know what? I appreciate that, but um. I'm going I'm gonna build on that. I'm gonna build on that hate. I'm gonna build on that. And but you still have the main foundation of being truth of God. And you still build on that. And you know, eventually, you know, uh you build so much your your foundation and your building of faith which be so concrete that it won't fall. It won't fall from sinking sand. You'll be the storms of life will th- be throwing we throw against it and it still will hold tight. And that's how you gotta handle it, man. And um, I know I was everywhere, but what I'm saying is sometimes we lose faith because we feel like we've, we've been done wrong. And it all works to the end because I've had some times where I can actually testify that I know I felt like giving up and I did it. And I was just like, man, um, I feel like they was coming up and I was I didn't have no closure because I was just like, why they feel like they were winning and I gave my life to you guys. And then shows later on that uh, they weren't winning at all. It was just all grass that was was painted green, you know what I'm saying? And I actually was working hard to, to maintain my grass, you see what I'm saying? This was authentic grass. <laughs> they had that grass that was sprayed with a spray can, you know what I'm saying? To make it look like it was green. And it, sometimes people will Instagram, you know, filter their life and in real life. And you, you'll see it on Instagram. And you'd be like, dang, man, I need some closure. Why, why, why it go down like that? And sometimes it would be divine closure you just need with God. And God would be like, you look, if I would have told you that they didn't like you from the get-go, you know, and I would have told you that they were going to backstab you and they was coming after your marriage, if I would have told you that all this stuff was going to happen to you, you would have never came to me. 
and now you're stronger spiritually and now you know how to, to not judge but you know how to discern the situation and see discernment is more powerful than judgment because with it's wisdom and with wisdom you get knowledge wisdom understand you get you got knowledge and understanding so you understand how to operate and balance the situation you what's your what's prioritized and what not to you know what's the problem what's the priority so all right y'all I can go on this. We're going to probably do part two tomorrow. But I love you. God loves you. And remember, from the ground up, God will meet you halfway. Peace.